This week's blog is titled The Power of Compound Interest, written by Corey Janoff. Albert Einstein once referred to compound interest as the eighth wonder of the world, and it can be quite wonderful if you get on the correct side of it. If you're on the wrong side of it, compound interest can be your worst enemy. Today, we will examine compound interest and discuss how it can benefit you and how it can potentially hurt you. First, how does compound interest work? When interest is compounded, the new interest amount is added to the original principal amount plus any accrued interest up to that point. Moving forward, the interest rate will be applied to the new total balance. This is easiest to understand with a visual example. And in the written blog post, we have a table with a starting balance of 100,000, growing by 10% per year, and after 15 years, it has over $400,000 in it. As you can see, with a starting balance of 100,000, let's assume there's a 10% annual interest rate attached to it, and the interest compounds annually. 10% of 100,000 is $10,000. So after one year, the new balance will be 100,000 plus the $10,000 of interest, which adds up to 110,000. This then becomes the starting balance for year two. In year two, the 10% interest rate is applied to the $110,000 balance. 10% of 110,000 is $11,000. So after year two, the new balance will be $121,000. In year three, the 10% interest rate is applied to the $121,000 balance. 10% of $121,000 is $12,100. That gets added to the starting balance of $121,000. So after year two, or excuse me, year three, the total amount is $133,100. If this continues, you can see how the interest continues to grow and compound on top of itself. If this were simple interest rather than compound interest, $10,000 of interest would be applied each and every year. With simple interest, the interest amount is calculated on the original principal, not including any accrued interest. If the above example is an investment, this can work out fantastically for you. The more time you have to let it compound, the greater it can become. Now this is a hypothetical example and isn't reflective of any real investment. An actual investment could have variation in returns and even potential losses, including total loss of principal. But for illustrative purposes, you get the idea. If this is a debt, the compound interest can work aggressively against you. After 10 years, the balance has increased by more than 150%. That is quite a hole to dig out of. Think about that for a minute. For those of you with debts that you aren't paying on or only paying the minimum balance on, odds are the debt amount is growing exponentially. For example, If you went to medical school or dental school and have $200,000 in student loan debt with a 7% interest rate, you are accruing $14,000 in interest over the next year if you make no payments. If you go on an income-based payment at the beginning of your career, your minimum payment might be only a few hundred dollars per month. Therefore, the interest alone is $14,000 this year, 
but you're only paying $3,500, the net amount added to your loan balance will be $10,500. So even though you're making your minimum required payment, your loan balance just grew from 200 to 210,500. 7% of 210,500 is $14,735 in interest. If your minimum payment is still around 3,500, you would accrue $11,235 in interest in year two. This would grow your total debt to $221,735. In two years, Thanks to compound interest, you just added $21,735 to your loan amount. And that's while making payments. As mentioned earlier, compound interest can work in your favor or it can work against you. Paula and Pete. Let's look at an example of how the power of compound interest can benefit you the earlier you start investing. In the example below, we have Paula the planner on the left and Pete the procrastinator on the right. We'll look at Paula first. Paula is going to start investing $20,000 per year, starting at age 35, into a hypothetical investment account that generates an 8% rate of return annually. After 10 years of depositing $20,000 per year into this magical account, she is going to stop making contributions. So a total of $200,000 has been invested over a 10-year span. Paula will let this investment continue to grow and compound at 8% per year. If it continues that growth rate at age 65, Paula will have $1.35 million in this account. Pretty impressive. Now let's look at Pete. Instead of starting his investment program at age 35, Pete is going to wait until age 45 to begin investing. He's going to follow the same plan of investing $20,000 per year. However, instead of stopping after 10 years, Pete realizes he's getting a later start than Paula. So he's going to deposit $20,000 a year into that account for 20 years, from age 45 to 65. So he will invest a total of $400,000. Any guesses on what Pete has at age 65 in his account, assuming it grows at 8% per year, just like Paula's did? If you guessed Pete would have less than Paula, you are correct. Pete is still making out all right. He was able to turn $400,000 into $915,000 in this example. However, Paula was able to turn half as much into 50% more than Pete, simply by starting earlier. The key takeaway from this example is to start investing early. I don't care how much it is, just start with something, anything. Put a dollar each paycheck into your 401k or Roth IRA if eligible. If you're already investing, congratulations. Increase the amount you're doing by a little bit. The sooner you get started, the more you can save the sooner you can reach your financial goals. For those of you wondering how much Paula would have if she continued depositing $20,000 a year into her account from age 45 to 65, in addition to the amount she did from age 35 to 45, she would have about $2.265 million. Not too shabby. Now, again, this is a hypothetical example that assumes an 8% rate of return, compound interest. It's not representative of any specific investment. It doesn't factor in investment costs, and if costs were factored, results would be less. 
There's your compliance disclosure. Now, back to the example with, with Paula from age 35 to 65, if she saved 20,000 a year, she'd have 2.265 million. In reality, she would probably increase the amount she's investing over time due to increases in income. Even if her income just rises to keep up with inflation and she invested uh, a, a, an equivalent increasing amount to keep up with inflation, she would be investing over 40,000 a year by her 60s. It's also important to know how much of your income to save for retirement to reach your financial goals. Rule of 72. The last thing I'm going to leave you with is the rule of 72. This is a simple rule of math that you can use to estimate how long it'll take something to double in value at a given interest rate or rate of return. The rule of 72 states, if you divide 72 by the interest rate, this is how many years it will take for the balance to double. If the interest rate is 7.2%, 72 divided by 7.2 equals 10. So it'll take 10 years for the balance to double in value. For example, if you have a $100,000 investment account and it magically grows by 7.2% per year, in 10 years, the account balance would be worth 200,000, assuming no money was added to the account or taken out of the account. In 20 years, the balance will be 400,000. In 30 years, the balance will be 800,000. In 40 years, 1.6 million. Every 10 years, the balance will double. For those of you with student loans, around 7% interest, if you put them in deferment or forbearance and don't make any payments, the balance will double after 10 years. If the interest rate or rate of return is 10%, the balance will double after approximately seven years. At a 3% interest rate, 72 divided by three is 24. The value will double after 24 years. Historically, inflation has averaged around 3% per year. If this continues into the future, you can expect cost of living to double every 24 years, approximately. Assuming you maintain the same lifestyle and spending habits over time, 24 years from now, it will cost twice as much to live that lifestyle. 48 years from now, life will be four times as expensive for you as it is today. Therefore, we need to invest and attempt to grow our money over time. If we stick the money under our mattress, we are guaranteed to lose value due to loss of purchasing power. In 24 years, a dollar will only be worth half as much as it is today. That Snickers bar at the checkout line at the grocery store will be $2 instead of $1. Gas will cost twice as much. A $50 pair of pants will cost $100. A $30,000 car will cost $60,000. A $400,000 house will cost $800,000. If you want to be able to afford life in the future, you need your money to grow for you. So get on the correct side of compound interest and have it start working for you. To speak with a financial advisor or discuss ways to improve your situation, feel free to reach out to Finity Group and we'd be happy to set up a consultation with you. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Affinity Group and Cambridge are not affiliated.